Welcome back to Nurse Talk. I'm Casey Hobbs. And I'm Shane Mason, and we're two of the thousands of nurses on duty today. In 1965, before Medicare was passed, nearly half of the elderly in the United States lacked health insurance coverage. Today, just 2% of those over 65 are uninsured. Let's listen to the historic signing of the Medicare bill. The final Medicare and Medicaid bill passed both houses of Congress by an overwhelming vote. President Johnson signed the bill making it the law of the land July 30th, 1965 in Independence, Missouri, in the presence of former President Truman. Later, President Johnson helped President Truman sign up for the voluntary part of Medicare. They told me, President Truman, that if you wish to get the voluntary medical insurance, <laughs> that you'll have to sign this application form. <laughs> and they asked me to sign as your witness. <laughs> so you're getting special treatment since cards won't go out to the other folks until the end of this month. So Medicare was implemented the following year, extending health care coverage to almost all Americans aged 65 or older, mm-hmm. only about half of whom had insurance at the time. Medicaid provided health care for low-income children, the elderly, the blind, and individuals with other disabilities. Fast forward 50 years, and there are over 50 million Medicare beneficiaries. There is much political debate about Medicare, some saying it should be privatized. No, no, no. While some say it should be expanded into a universal health care or single-payer system. Absolutely. With us today is RN Martha Cool. Martha, thank you so much for being with us. How long have you been a nurse and what got you into the profession? I am, um, I've been in the profession since 1981. Before that, I was a nurse's aide, so I've been in nursing for a very long time. Mm-hmm. And what got me into the profession, that's a pretty long story. But for me, it's a great profession, and it is combines my interest in science, math, caring, and a socially useful job. Wow. Brilliant. Brilliantly great put. Answer. Wow, very nice. I understand you're part of the 50th birthday celebration committee for Medicare. Is that correct? Yes, I am. And what does that entail? I believe I heard you say in the lead is that Medicare turns 50 this year. Yes. And we believe since Medicare has been such a great program that that deserves celebration. So all across the country, people are involved in planning birthday events for Medicare. And what it really involves is using the opportunity where we know there's going to be a lot of public attention to Medicare to extol the virtues, to protect, improve, and expand Medicare so that it covers everyone. And we're using the pie metaphor, protect, improve, and expand. Nice. I like that. So I know I'm pretty sure what your view on Medicare is, but what do you think would happen if we didn't have it? Well, we didn't have Medicare. I guess the elderly would be treated like they were treated before we had Medicare, which is (laughs) most of the elderly did not have any health insurance because, as you know, here most of our health insurance is connected to jobs. Mm -hmm. And when you're past retirement age, you're not working. So they had no health care. And since Medicare, that's no longer true. All the, uh, the retirees, there is essentially universal coverage be it when you're 65 or older, and that has made a huge difference to, to longevity. Uh, people have improved life expectancy partly, and there was notable changes in life expectancy after Medicare was passed. Which is really something that, um, you know, it's something that we never think about, but our life, our longevity in this country is tied to having that Medicare benefit which uh, we need to say more about when we're talking about universal health care, because if this works so well to have us all live longer 
Now how about have us all be healthier for the whole time that we're living longer? If we all had health care, wouldn't that make sense? It would definitely make sense. And everyone having access to health care would improve uh, many statistics uh, that we're behind on in the United States compared to other countries that have a universal health care system. We do actually still live less long than in other countries. We have higher infant mortality than in other countries. We have more sickness related to lack of access to health care than in other countries. So having expanding Medicare to cover everyone would probably make us healthier when we got to 65 and became Medicare eligible and improve Medicare. Yeah, and absolutely. And speaking of health, is Medicare healthy? Is it, uh, is it doing all right? Well, my understanding is that it is doing all right, despite the news that says it's not. Nearly 168 million workers contribute to Medicare through our payroll taxes, and we are able to provide that benefit easily for everyone. It is, though, under attack right now. So we mentioned, Martha, that there are differing points of view about the future of Medicare. One side wants to privatize it. We're not for that. And one side wants to expand it. Tell us what you think privatization would look like. I think it would probably look somewhat like healthcare is for everyone else right now, which is that you get healthcare if you can afford to buy it. That's not a good system because when you're sick, the last thing you want to think about is how to pay for it. You want to think about getting better. And as a nurse, that's what I want you to focus on. I don't want you to focus on whether or not you can afford to buy it. And privatizing Medicare would probably increase administrative costs because right now in the private health insurance market, 25 to 30% of costs go to administration, marketing, those kinds of things. And under Medicare, only 2 to 3% of your healthcare dollars, our taxes, go to administration. And as we said, it improves life expectancy and other indices of health. It's amazing that they keep that margin so low. And that's a real tribute because a lot of people say that, you know, if we expand healthcare, that it's not going to be efficient because we're turning it over to the government. But what would expansion look like? This is a really great system and it's worked really well. It's a success story. And it's a success story on so many levels. And in fact, Medicare is almost universally popular, despite what some politicians might say about it. And it's also the most, even though people say government isn't efficient, Medicare is incredibly efficient, as we're saying. And so what would that expansion look like if we were able to pull that off? People are working on this in many fronts. We're looking at expansion, you know, on the state level of trying to get, say, a Medicare system that covers everyone within different states. Various states are working on it. There's several ways to expand it. If we could expand, you know, lower the eligibility age, my personal point of view is that we should just start with Medicare for everyone, everyone in, then everyone it increases, it puts everyone in the same pool. And as a nurse, a very important point to me is that everyone have equal access to health care and be provided a single standard of high quality care. And this would be one way to achieve that. So now let's get to the celebration. What kind of events are scheduled for Medicare's big birthday? Fortunately, there are events all across the country. And there is a website, MedicareTurns50.org, that people can go to to check out what's near them. In California, we have events in Northern and Southern California. There's events in Chicago, Boston, New York, Minnesota, Maine, D.C., Michigan. Those are the ones I know for sure because nurses are involved in all of those. And in California, the events in Oakland, which is the one I'm most intimately involved in, is on July 30, the actual birthday. 
and we're going to have a big celebration. We're going to start with a festival in, in a plaza, and it'll turn into a rally and a march. And then at the end, there will be a celebration with pies, protect, improve, and expand Medicare. I'm really looking forward to it. It should be a great day. And we're hoping to turn out thousands of people all across the country to draw attention to how important this program is. Is it easy to talk about Medicare for all under the context of universal health care? Doesn't Medicare make it easier to point to the benefits of universal health care? I think so, because people know what Medicare is. So if I talk about single payer, not everybody knows what that is. If I talk about Medicare, most people understand that it has helped their parents, their grandparents actually live healthier lives and not put a financial burden on the entire family. And I think that's one reason my folks liked it is that they were more independent in their, in their old age than their grandparents were, right? Oh, and so absolutely. It, talking about Medicare is something that people understand. Now, it's not always immediately evident when you're a young person how that could help you, but I think that with a little bit of explanation, most young people understand that they want health care when they retire, and you can explain that pretty easy. You know, if you can afford the highest quality of health care in America, it's good health care, but if you don't have health insurance or if you can't afford your co-pays and you can't afford your medications... Healthcare here isn't good. And because it's a market approach to healthcare where the number one concern of those insuring healthcare is profit, and that's not the case with Medicare. Yeah, there is lots of barriers to access. And I was actually just in Oklahoma, and my mom was telling me a story about some guy a few towns over that got bitten by a snake, and he didn't go to the emergency room because he was turning 65 the next day, and oh couldn't, my and he died. And I was like, well, that dude's dumb. But it also gives you an idea of just how scared people are about encouraging.